Hey, everybody, it's Scott Hamilton. Long day, halfway over here at Fort Rock and Fort Myers. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we've had some great interviews today, but i got to tell you, guys, this is the one I'm most looking forward to. I am a huge fan. I'm sitting here with nothing more. They're a new band out of Texas. They finally got their record deal, yeah. and they're gonna about to break big. So introduce yourself. I'm Johnny. I'm the lead singer and play some auxiliary drums. Yeah, he beats a lot of stuff, too. Yeah, I'm Daniel. I play the bass. <laughs> and you guys do that big swinging bass thing. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, I watched your public service announcement on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, everyone needs to be careful. Anybody that's coming to Nothing More show, the bass solo is very dangerous. So, for, for, first dangerous bass solo in the world. So you guys were first on the main stage today. How did that? You opened with Christ Copyright, and you slayed the audience. How was it? I felt great, man. Uh, I love playing these festivals where a majority of the audience doesn't know who we are. Kind of have that underdog feeling the whole time. And it's just exciting to see the people that you kind of uh, turn. Yeah, within really a song or two, they start going, oh, yeah, yeah! <laughs> Put the hand up. And, yeah, yeah, it's great. And then by the time you got to that drum riff, everybody's playing drums, everybody just got tribal on it. It's like a Godspeak yeah. show or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Absolutely, yeah. We, uh, I used to be in drumline in high school, and so... Really? I was a trumpet I, player, so... Oh, nice. little drums, yeah, yeah. trumpet, so I, I was in marching that. band, did all yeah. that, and, and... All right, we're well, band geeks. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. We, and a lot of that... Uh, that influence, I think, bled into what we do as a band. Because um, a lot of, I've, I've definitely seen bands who do drum solos and right. cool things. Um, but I always wanted to get all the guys on drums at the same time and <laughs> hit these sections. And so we're so you're really like Blue Man Group, right? No? Yeah, yeah, like Blue Man Group with uh, songs. Yeah, with, with songs and a purpose, you know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to talk about next. Um, I got sent the album last year, and you guys had just released the Christ Copyright video, and I started reading up about the philosophical leanings and all that. I just love the message you guys are sending out there. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah, we're, try- we're trying to... Uh, we- I think a lot of our influences, um, like, for example, Dustin Kenshrew of a band called Thrice, um, they're people who I think take the music to a little bit of a deeper level if you want to go there if you want to just be a shallow casual listener we've tried to make it to where you can be that as well if you want but we like uh, we've always liked bands with a lot more layers um, Tools another great example many layers um, and, and you can print out their tablature to make weird things right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy and we've always loved that kind of progressive thinking right. uh, and so We've tried to kind of bring, I think, uh, philosophy and and a lot of the works and words from a lot of philosophers that most people wouldn't know about um, to a new audience. And, and that was my minor in college, so that's why I'm like oh, instantly, some of the quotes ass. you put up on Facebook, and so I was like, I know that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we love it. Yeah. We, we, we're one of those bands that... But you're keeping you know, it all positive, which is great. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not the band who's getting uh you know we will drink a little bit and and have a good time but we're not the band doing drugs and banging chicks at every moment we're the band that's late night drive talking about the universe and like our place in it and and just we just have grown up that way because our i think we had really great parents who instilled good values in us but um we're just fortunate to be able to to bring like maybe some thoughts that people haven't thought about or maybe they have and we bring a new light to it through the music and that that really excites us and that back when i first discovered live back in the 90s their first album had some stuff that leaned towards that you know that mental jewelry album had some the beauty of gray and pain lies on the riverside and stuff like that that got me into them yeah and i I think one of the coolest things happening now is that uh you know it it meet like that kind of 
thought process means a lot to us. Like, it's genuinely what we go through as human beings. And to, to be able to express that through music and have it mean so much to other people uh, is everything. You know, like, it's a, it's a scary thing in some ways, like opposing religion or having thoughts outside of, like, an indoctrination that maybe you're born in. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's cool to see so many people reacting. And it's not negative, it's positive. It's, it's just like a... It's a different way. It's not you either you're either you know religious or you or you hate it. You know, it's like let's all just kind of some of your fans are kind of in the middle. It's somewhere, yeah. in, the middle, yeah. somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. There's a and I've, I I kind of uh, subscribe to a lot of different things within different religions. Just like I like certain things of different genres of music. There's here, something yeah. you can take from all of it, and I really like uh, the elements in Buddhism. Yes. Um, the kind of, the, the kind of central idea. No point in ten when I say central, um, but it, it really is the middle way, is what they call it. Right. And I think in America, especially, we're very polarized. We have right wing and left wing. And nothing in the we middle. have yeah. very religious or very anti-religious. We have yeah in the and middle. that's what the media wants us to believe. And most of my friends are kind of in the middle. Right. Yeah, when when totally things are polarized, you you can make more money. And I think that is yeah. you kind of create this this reactionary cycle or, or whirlpool, if you will, within. The culture and that starts generating money because you you kind of put up the two puppets. Mm-hmm. You're like you're either on this the blue team or the red team, right? And and really, it's just all smoke and mirrors. I think to the it real is. deeper issues. Absolutely. I had a listener the other day give me a hard time because I picked on Fox News because yeah, yeah. a lot of I'm I'm I had a news media you know degree and I just don't believe anything they do. It's all just caca. And the guy got into it. Why don't you show me some proof? Well, he turned out to be a minister. <laughs> And I'm like, you're asking me for proof? I thought I asked you for something. You know, but anyway, it was funny to get into that with him, but I didn't, you know, I'm not very religious, but I'm more philosophical and a little bit spiritual, and I didn't want to turn the guy off, but I'm like, don't listen to everything that news channel says. It's got to be news, and they put a spin on it that's not real. Right, And he tried, are you a a liberal or conservative? I'm saying I'm a little liberal, a little conservative, a little in the middle. I don't subscribe to either one, you know. Right. Your identity isn't wrapped up in being a title uh, that... But a lot of people, I think, they find their place in the world in an identity, whether it's, like I said, the blue team or the red team, or I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal. And people, it's hard to take people's identities from them. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that's deepest within us is we mistake our ideas for who we are. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, since I was young to now, and I'm sure as I get older, when I'm 50 or 60 or 70, and... My thoughts then will not be the same that they are now, and my beliefs will evolve and change. And so what that tells me, if I'm the same person throughout all that, then I'm not my ideas. My ideas are something that I may hold in my backpack for a time being, and they may be useful, but I think people have a hard time separating their ideas from who they are. And well, so and they I get very offended. Because, yeah, and yeah. I told the guy, I said, I'm a man of my word and my actions. Now, I'm not subscribing to any right or left. I'm just go yeah. by what I say, go by what I do. That's me. That's yeah, who I am. Right. And, and I think as a band, like, we've really kind of, especially right now, kind of found, like, a central message of, like, going and finding the truth. Right. You know, it's not about, there is no identity in anything. It's just, like, it's the truth. You know, it's the truth for you. It's the it's a universal truth. Like, it starts at zero and ends never, almost, you know? And, you know, that's, I don't know. That's kind of what we try well, to I really like that. I don't know if you, you guys know. made it to the fan video that had the fountain all in it, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Johnny made that, uh, actually. Did yeah. you? Yeah, right yeah, on. yeah. We, I, that, 
those the fountain and uh, tree of life yep. and lovely bones were all I, I basically I like to call it kind of like a video remix mm-hmm. just like people remix music and it the the central theme I think in all those movies was one of loss and dealing with loss and dealing with and that's what if I were is, is kind of about it's more hypothetical like contemplating when you will inevitably lose someone because it is inevitable and it, dealing with those feelings especially if you've lost someone in the past you have just like burning your hand on a stove you know what that feeling is so there's this kind of this kind of uh, uh, caution in you right. there's a fear there's yeah, a fear, a fear. And so I think it's just dealing dealing with that. That's what that song's about. Love it. Well, like I said, it's already been a number one for us. So That's works. awesome, yeah. Um, and I downloaded your, was that your debut that came out in 2009? Was that your first recorded effort? Um, no. That's we, on the website? Well, or was there one before that? It was our first recorded effort when with me as the singer. Mm-hmm. I was the drummer for years um, growing up with... Daniel, who, who's talking here with me, the bass player, and Mark, who's the guitar player. I've been with them since I was in seventh grade. So you and, were across between Phil Collins and Sully Erna, and you're now yeah, up in the front. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some bands have, have done that, and that was been our path as well. And at some point, I made the made the switch, but we had recordings before that where we had different singers. But really, the we've we've taken those off the market, and they're kind of little Easter eggs that we like right. to leave out there for people who want to find them. But um, but what? I, there's so much growth between that album and this new one. I mean, wow! <clears throat> Not that the first one Thank was bad; you. it yeah. was great. But no, we we honestly, that's why we named this record. This, it's self-titled, right? Because it feels like a debut. <laughs> it feels like the the first, the few not fleeting. The other one you were talking yeah. about. Um, that felt really like us figuring out who we were, and we're very proud of it. But this one really felt like we knew who we were for the first time and put it on a record and so it, it's self-titled because of that very reason yeah and there's, there's something my dad always uh taught me you know he's a phenomenal musician cpa by trade but he's always like the songwriting just needs maturation and that's a word i never heard before like just maturing you know like and this record was us as just who we were like maturing into adults and maturing into musicians and to into whatever, into philosophers or visionaries or whatever, and that's uh, yeah, th- that's why the, I think this record is so cool because it's we went through singer swaps, we did all the indie band stuff, right. and then we like you know it's kind of like a you know back in Native tribes and they'd send somebody like through the wilderness, and if they come back alive, then they're you they know spread good word and <laughs> yeah, like that that's when you kind of deserve to be a warrior, if you will, you know, and for us like. We, we all just reached this, I think, point of maturation with the debut album. So it's kind of, it's a it, it's a cool thing, you know, and I'm really excited to see what comes up next. So Well, that was the next question. How exciting was it when you finally got that call that you were getting a record deal? <laughs> it was, uh... Because I was almost in the industry yeah. have been begging for months. I'm like, somebody sign these guys, come yeah, on! Yeah, it was surreal, to be honest, because we've... We've done this for for so long because I've known them for so long yeah. um, that it almost didn't feel real because you get used to you get to a point where you have so many letdowns in this industry. Like it's, it's almost hard. like being in sales. It's hard to be a salesman because you get told no so much. And a musician, I think, is the same way. You have so many more letdowns, way more than you ever have things that work out really well. And so you have to, it's a process of learning how to deal with rejection 
every day and things that fall through. And so you almost get to this point in your mind where you've ruled out the possibility that then, that you're going to get signed and have this kind of traditional um, view of, of, of the typical band making it. And we just thought, well, we're just going to be independent for the rest of our lives and we'll make it work, DIY. And so when, we, when it all just came through in a flurry over the last year, it's it's I'm still kind of don't even feel like it's real, but it's it's awesome. Is it going to mean a lot for you guys? I mean, a, like a better van or bigger stage, well, more goodies to play with yeah, on stage? Yeah, totally. I mean, like Johnny said, like we've been DIY for so long right. and just like busting our asses, you know, like making a name for ourselves in the South. And uh, we've always just wanted somebody that we could trust like we trust each other as a leverage point. You know, it's like that. I don't know. That's kind of what we've been waiting for. And now with like the management team we have and with the booking agent that we have and now with the label that we have, like it's, it really is like a dream come true. You know, like so many bands that we've known that were independent and got signed. It's a horror story. You know, they're shelved, they're dropped, you know, they waste a year of their lives and it's just a heartbreak. And there's really like nowhere to, it's hard to move on from that, you know? And for us, like we never stopped moving like, and and all these like other things kind of attached themselves to us and started moving with us and then like this final piece has been the record deal and they've and they're just as passionate so it's cool to like to have never stopped for you know almost like a decade and then to like roll into this thing that now has all these amazing professionals working for us and that label seems to be growing more than the bigger labels I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're doing a good job, and they've always wanted to break a band, and that's what's kind of cool is that <laughs> they seem to think that we're that band that deserves to be broken. Oh, so, <laughs> we, we like mean, to hope so. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> like to, we like to hope so. <laughs> so, what's the next plan? Some more festivals, and then yeah, we're are doing we working we're, on a big tour. We're uh, doing Europe well for the first time ever. Yeah, no way. first time to Europe, yeah, which is really exciting. Your stage show should go over massive over there. I mean, really. We, you know, a lot of people have told us that we would do really well over there and I've never been there so it's I don't to get over there I don't even yeah. know but it seems like a lot of people are saying that it's going to be a good thing for us so we hope that it is I like the fact that Europeans have a bigger variety of music I mean you go to London they like pop music mostly and stuff like that but like when we started this progressive rock station we were playing you know Riverside from Poland and Porcupine Tree from the UK and then some of the old we all of a sudden got people from around the world that were into it not as many Americans but now I've had some few you know what, why do you like this? I said, listen to it for a little while. It, I'm doing a mainstream version of progressive rock. There's a lot of guys, Progsphere and those guys out there. Right, it's just right. too weird for the regular person. Right. Yeah. But if you play the right Yes song, you play the right Rush song, you play some old Genesis for Peter Gabriel, and then you throw in some of these new bands, it works. And I'm kind of doing the same thing with rock. I'm finding the new bands that are up and coming that fit what we're doing because something like Octane, to me, skews a little bit younger than I want to skew because 35 plus really doesn't like screaming and Pantera and stuff like that, but they would like guys like you who are edgy but melodic, and that mix is just off the hook. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we, we've always... I, mean, I feel there are some progressive elements in your music, although you're oh, kind yeah. of you know, rock bands. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, we grew up listening to a lot of progressive stuff. Um, Dream Theater was a huge influence yeah. growing up. We actually got to tour with... Uh, Mike Portnoy, who's the drummer in Dream Nice Theater. guy. Met him a couple times. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, he let us uh, play on his drum set, like, one of the, the last nights of the tour. And Paul and I were both playing on his drum set at the same yeah. time. It's that big. <laughs> yeah, and, no, and then Mike came on, too, and he was, like, hang, yeah, yeah, hanging Mike out. Mike jumped on, so too. Awesome. Yeah, the far wing. That was a yeah. dream come true. <laughs> and, and I read that you guys had a fun time with Chevelle. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, said they were really nice to you. Surprisingly good to us. Um, and I always say it because you just... 
you never know what to expect with rock bands. A lot of people are jaded and tired. Especially the ones that have been around for a while. Yeah, and but that's kind of the status quo. But they were so cool to us, uh, chilled with us, and like took care of us while we were on the road. And they really didn't need to. Um, so that, that spoke volumes to us about who they are. And hopefully we get to do another tour with them. That would be amazing. Do you have a blast? Oh, I had a great time. Yeah, totally good guys. It's funny. We're uh, traveling in this old UPS truck thing right now that we turn into a bit of a tour bus, and everyone calls it the taco truck. And the Chevelle guys were just making fun of it the whole time. So the last club date of the tour, uh, you know, we, we rolled up, got on a good mariachi Pandora station, and just fucking made them tacos. Made so, you tacos. Know, right off, right, right, off, right off the nose of that taco truck. So Had some nothing more tacos. Yeah. I mean, we're from San Antonio. We should know how it's done. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and that was going to... We did a good job. You guys really don't sound like a band from Texas, i got to be honest. Yeah. Well, it's not that they all sound like ZZ Top, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Like, people are, I think, are a lot of times surprised that we're from San Antonio, which... Like they're from Texas. Which, really? being from San Antonio, uh, I guess There's I'm a wide variety there. and I have no idea why... But that is a common theme that people are like, oh, really, you're from San Antonio? That's weird. <laughs> well, they tell us we only have a couple more minutes. So your album's coming out in June. What, what do you want to tell people? Why should they buy this album from Nothing More? They don't know who you are. Um, man, that's a, that's a really tough question. Um, honestly, it's, it, I guess if, if you're out there and you're listening and you value, I think, something that is deeper... Uh, and like we were talking about earlier, it has more layers to it. And you're tired of music that's just cookie cutter and, you know, pushed out to just make a single and sell some downloads, then this record's for you. Yeah, and I agree with Johnny. Uh, you know, we've been at it for years and we had an opportunity to make a, the record of our dreams. And we spent a couple years on it, did it all ourselves with, you know, Johnny at the helm of the recording side and we are more than proud of it so we think you'll dig it you know the the record story is all right you got that first album out where's the next one <laughs> right, sophomore slump right sophomore but you slump. guys are already past that yeah well, te- I mean, technically, I mean, technically, technically yes yeah yeah technically well, this is this this would be our rookie album our debut album on the label so the next one in a way could it's, be considered the sophomore record but yeah we haven't we haven't gone through that pressure yet so I, it is we've been told horror stories from other bands who've gone down the road but we are we're hoping we get through it all right you know and make another great record that's you know but we're we're not going to we're we're the kind of people though that will fight to the bitter end to, we're not going to put out something that we don't believe in we'll dig our heels in and lose money if we have to well the it's nothing not more album is perfect it's a perfect listen thank you i mean really yeah, thank you scott <laughs> thanks so much. Well, thanks for spending the time. You guys kicked ass out there. Please come back when you can play longer. <laughs> we would love to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a promise. We'll do it. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. It's a pleasure.